Well, good morning, everyone. It's great to see you all. It's great to have you all here in Long Crendon Baptist Church. My name is Nathan. I am the youth and children's worker here at the church, and it's great to be leading uh, our service here today. And it's a, it's a special service. It's a service that's an all-age celebration. Uh, and when I say all age, again, maybe a particular image of a service comes to your mind. And I want to emphasize really this morning that word all. <laughs> if this is an all age service, that must mean it's for you because you're part of that all. This service is for you. Why? Because it's a service where God can speak into your heart to change you, to make you see him more clearly, maybe than you've ever seen him before. And that you might live different from here on. If you haven't been to a service like this, again, let me give you some idea of what you might expect. It's a little bit different. There'll be plenty of songs. There'll be plenty of time for you maybe to talk to the people around you if that's something you want to do. Uh, To maybe take part in some games and activities to get you interactive and engaged on your feet possibly. But also time to open the Bible and to hear what it has to say to us today. Whether we would call ourselves a Christian or not, this service is for you. It's for all So as we come and begin our service, can we pray? And we're going to say a prayer that involves four words, four words that we've used over the last couple of weeks. Again, maybe you can remember them, maybe you can't. Uh, There's an action to go along with them all. So can we do this together? Can we go, listen? Can you say as well, listen? Listen. Learn? Learn. Love? Love. And live. See what we're doing there? Little legs walking away, living, right? So let me say a prayer involving those four words. And if you want to, you can do the actions along uh, as I pray those prayers. Let's start with listen. Father God, help us listen to what God says this morning. Learn. Lord, help me learn about what you have done for me. Love. Lord, please help me love you with all of my heart. Live. Please, may I live for you as number one. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we are going to play a game together. And it's a game again that builds upon this theme of strength. Okay, now I need... I need a vol... Oh no, actually, we're going to play this game all together, I think, right? Here's how it's going to work. On the screen, Dan, he's either going to put... A shield. Can we do this action together? A shield. Or he might put on an arrow. Can we do this action together? Boing. Or he might do a sword. Okay. And we need to try and not match the action. Okay. So we're all going to stand together in a minute. And we're going to pick either shield, arrow, or sword. Okay. You can do the actions using your body. And if the action you do matches the action on the screen, you're out. Okay, so you've got one in three chance of being out, and then we'll go again, and we'll get smaller and smaller and smaller, until there is one person left. Does that make sense? So you don't want to match what's on the screen. If you match, you are? You are? Out. Okay. Let's stand together. Okay, let's practice the action. So it's shield. Okay, it's shield. It's arrow. Boing. It's sword. Right. Make your decision now. What are you going to pick? Right, off to you. And then, Dan, you're going to play. We're going to try and beat Dan the man on the screen. Make it, re- make it really obvious. No changing halfway through. Okay, we've got a shield over there. We've got an arrow. Dave's got the shield. Right, Dan? Who are we going to get rid of first? Here we go. What's it going to be? Oh, no, no. It's Arrow! Arrow! So if you had Arrow, you sit down, everyone else is still in. Very good. Make sure the volume's there as well, thank you. Right, decide again, pick what you want. You can pick a shield, you can pick an arrow, you can pick a sword, it's up to you. Make your decision now, Tom. Anna, oh yeah, the back. Right, here we go, Dan. Here we go. It'll take a bit to build up. Here we go. Right, here we go. We've got some shields, arrows. He's gone for the sword. Arrow again. Oh, Dan. Sneaky. Sneaky, Dan. Very good. Right. 
Right, let's pick up the pace, okay? Let's play the video, and as the video plays, you make your decision, okay? Here we go. Sword, shield, arrow. Make your choice now. Make your choice now. Sure, sword, shield, arrow. Okay, here we go. Make your choice. Are you going to match? Are you going to be out? Ooh. Shield. Sit down if you had shield. Sit down if you had shield. Give me a cheer if you're still in. Oh, Muri, boo. Right. Let's make it a bit harder, Dan, okay? Rather than having three choices, you now have two choices. You can either do sword or shield. That's it, okay? 50-50 chance, only sword or shield. Make your choice now. Dan, over to you. Let's play the video. Let's see who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Sword or shield, they're your only choices. Sword or shield. Oh, who's it going to be? Come on, Tash, come on, Lise. Sword! Sword, sit down. Sword, sit down. Who's still in? One, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven. Still in? Give him a cheer. Yeah. Right. Make your decision now. Dan, let's play the video. Sword or shield? You decide. Make your choice now. Shield, shield. Sword up at the top. Emmy, shield. And you've got a sword. Oh, we're going to have 50-50 here. What's it going to be? Sword, sit down. Right. One, two, we got four left. Oh, we've got one on the balcony. Balcony, give Immy a cheer. No one really wants Immy to win. Give it a cheer for Immy. Uh, still no one really wants Immy to win. Right. Ground floor, let's give our three contenders a cheer. Still not much enthusiasm, but we'll get there. Right, make your choice now, Dan. Sword or shield? That was the other end. Sword or shield? Make your choice now. Shield, shield, sword, shield. Lisa, you could be the clear winner here. Yes! Yeah. Yes, Lisa. We'll be sharing those later. Get in there. Oh, that's a joy. Right. Very, very good. Very, very good. Right. But again, why on earth did we play a game called King of the Castle, Sword, Shield, Arrow? Well, again, I said at the beginning of the service, we've been going through a series in a book called Ephesians. A guy called Paul wrote this letter. It was a letter to a group of Christians who lived in a place called Ephesus. If we were to, if Ephesus were around today, and it is, it's near Turkey. In modern day Turkey, if you've been there maybe on holiday. And the end of his letter, he uses language just like we found in our game. Sword and arrow and shield and lots more different types of language that are similar to that. Why does he use that language? Well, Paul wants to help the people he was writing to, the Christians he was writing to, and me and you today understand one big thing. What does it look like for us to live as a Christian? That's what Paul wants to help them and me and you understand. But I've got a question. And maybe turn to the person next to you. Or maybe just think about this by yourself. What is a Christian? Could you maybe turn to the person next to you and talk about that question? What, if you were to describe, what is a Christian? What would you say to that? Off you go, have 30 seconds, maybe think about it, or maybe talk about it. What is a Christian? Okay. It's a good question to ask if you're going to be at a church, isn't it? What is a Christian? And I wonder what kind of things you said. Maybe, maybe some people in here, or maybe some people you know, might say a Christian is someone who goes to church. Right? That's what a Christian is. Or maybe you might say, or people you know might say, a Christian is maybe someone who is a nice person who does good things or maybe someone who can't do lots of things they're maybe not allowed to do they need need to obey certain rules and laws maybe that's what a christian is well the bible teaches that the christian is not any of those things the christian is someone who loves jesus and wants to live for jesus That's as simple as it gets. Here's what a Christian is, says the Bible. Here's what a Christian says, says Paul. Someone who loves Jesus and wants to live for Jesus. And that's what Paul is trying to help them and us see. What does it look like to do that? 
What does it look like for me and you to love Jesus? And what does it look like for me and you to live Jesus? That's what a Christian is. Now, to help us, we're going to have a look at the bit of the Bible that Paul wrote. It's in Ephesians chapter 6. And Jaden, you're going to come up, aren't you, my friend? And he's going to read to us a few verses from the Bible. It's going to be up on the screen for you to follow along. So, Jaden, up you come. And as Jaden reads it, I want you to be looking out for something. Dan, if you can put up the, the words. Can you be looking out for some language... That is similar to the language you've already talked about. Sword, shield, arrow, fighting, strong. Can you think of other language that's similar to that language? Dan, if we get the PowerPoint up. So it's Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 13. Off you go, Jaden. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. But for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of this evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on his full armour of God, so that when the day comes, when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Thank you so much, Jade. Brilliantly read. Okay, so before we get back to those words, and I wonder if you noticed any language that's similar to being strong and fighting and sword, shield, arrow. I need a volunteer. Right, I need a volunteer. Now, Luca, you do have your hand up. And I think, Luca, you could be a volunteer. Can we give Luca a round of applause? Do you want to come up to the stage? Come and join me right here. Now, for Luca, I have got a challenge, okay? How strong are you feeling today, Luca? Can we see, can we see your strong muscles? Good man, right? How, do th- how strong do we think Luca is? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Let's see, right. Let's have a look, let's have a look. Right. <laughs> right. Right, I'm going to put this here. Okay. And right, this is Luca's challenge. Okay, Luca, I'm going to demo. Okay. You need to bend down with your knees, not your back. Okay. Make sure you're safe. I want you to pick up the weight and I want you to stand up with it. Okay? Yes. Do you think you can do that? Of course. All right. Right. Can we all cheer Luca on? Can we give him a clap? All right. Luca. Right. Very good, Luca. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going? You stand here. Right. How are you feeling now? It might break your muscles, right? Right. So bend down with your knees, okay? Where before you lift, okay? Let's give them a clap. Watch your toes. Try again. It's heavy. He nearly got there. He nearly got there. But it was a struggle, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Can you look out? Who do you think is the strongest person, apart from me, in this room? (laughs) Who would you like help from as the strongest person in this room? Have a look around. Reuben. Reuben. (laughs) Maybe. maybe. Go on, Reuben. Go on, Reuben. Why not? Try. (laughs) We'll see. Reuben. We'll find out. Come on, Reuben. Where are you? Come on, Reuben. Right. And here's what we're going to do. Together, okay? Together, you're going to try and lift, okay? One of you can lift this side here. One of you can lift side this side here. Okay, you can use two hands if you want. Let, before, before you try, we'll clap them. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Stand, stand. Yes! And put it down nice and gently. Put it down nice and gently. Very good. Off you go. Grab your seat, boys. Well done. Very well. Very well done. Luca, Reuben, I wasn't expecting Reuben, but he did a great, great job. Now, in the verses we looked at from Ephesians chapter 6, Paul says that living as a Christian, and you remember we said what a Christian is? Someone who wants to love Jesus and live for Jesus. Living as a Christian is a little bit like trying to lift weights. Do you see the word he uses in verse 12? It's a verse that begins with the letter S-S-S-S. What's the word? Can we shout it out? 
Yeah, it's a struggle. Living as a Christian is a struggle. In other versions of the Bible, it might use the word, it's a fight or it's a battle. It's a struggle. It's really hard to live as a Christian. And you notice in that verse, he tells us why. Here's why, says Paul, it's hard to live as a Christian. Because there are powers of darkness. There are powers of evil who are trying to do anything they can to stop us. The Bible uses the description of someone called the devil or of Satan. And when we hear that word, we might think of something like this, right? Maybe a cartoon figure, someone who isn't real, someone who isn't really powerful, someone who's made up. But the Bible says that the devil is real and he's strong. And the thing he wants more than anything else is for the Christian to fall down. When they're trying to struggle to fall and give up and not live for Jesus. Live for anything or anyone else, but just not Jesus. That's what the devil is all about. So that's why it's a struggle to be a Christian. Because the devil doesn't want you to live and love Jesus. If that's true... If living for Jesus is a struggle against a power that doesn't want you to live for Jesus, what does the verse say we are called to do? I don't know if we'll have it. Oh, we do have it on the screen. Again, can we see the words in green? Do you see those words? Three times it says this word. Can someone shout out? What are the words? Luca, you can see it. What's the words in green? Can we shout that together? One, two, three. Stand. Just like struggling to lift the weights, but standing against the struggle, that's what we're called to do as Christians. To stand against the struggle and live for Jesus. To keep going, to persevere, to continue, to finish all the way to the end. That's what a Christian's called to do. But the question is, how? If it's a struggle and we're called to stand, how do we do that? Well, again, notice the words in blue. What does it say? It says, be strong. It says, be mighty. It says, put on armor. Was was there anything? Is that it? Was there anything? See, was there anything missing? Is there anything missing? Is that all it says? You be strong. Get fitter. Get stronger. Try harder. Do better. You can do this. Live for Jesus. Is that what the Bible's message is to us? You can do it. It's all down to you. No. Do you see the words that are missing? What does it say? Be strong. In the Lord. Lord. It says, be strong in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of? Put on the full armor of God. You see, the way we stand against the struggle as a Christian is not by being strong in me, but being strong in in the Lord, in God. Don't be strong in yourself, (laughs) because if you try, you won't get very far. In fact, it's impossible to live for Jesus and love Jesus by trying hard. It's impossible to love Jesus and live for Jesus by trusting in me. But it is possible by trusting in God. And we're going to find out a little bit more about what that looks like later in the service. But one thing I want to say just before we sing another song is this. Maybe there's some people here, maybe watching online, who they maybe know a Christian. Or maybe they were brought by a Christian today. Or maybe they go to some events that Long Crendon Baptist Church run during the week. And you've heard what we've said so far about living for Jesus and loving Jesus. And you, if you're honest with yourself, say, well, that isn't me. I'm not a Christian here today. Well, can I say, it's so great to have you here. It's so great. Maybe if you're here in the room or watching online, it's a brilliant thing that you're part of this service. But maybe you've also been listening and you've heard the word struggle. (laughs) And you say, well, that is me. Something in that word rings true in my life, whether it's difficult relationships in a marriage with children, with extended family, whether it's challenges at work, pressures and tension, whether it's an illness, whether it's sadness of loss. 
The word struggle is true for you. And maybe for so long, maybe even today, you've been struggling in you. You've been trying so hard. You've been holding so much and you're tired. You're worn out and you know that it just doesn't work. Well, can I say if that's you today and for all of us, I'm sure in some respect it is. The good news of what we're going to hear about today from God's word is that you don't have to be strong in you. (laughs) There is an offer of strength from another. Can I say that again? You don't have to be strong in you. There is an offer of strength in another. And we're going to find out who that other person is as we carry on looking at God's words today. So stay tuned. Stay listening. Because this message is for all, and that includes you. So, so far in our service, we've been thinking about Ephesians chapter 6. Paul writing to Christians, writing to us, helping them and us understand what it look like for live, to live for Jesus. What does it look like to love Jesus and live for him? It's a struggle, says Paul, but we're to stand It's a struggle, but we're to strength. How? Not by being strong in you, but being strong in God. Stand against the struggle by being strong in God. But what does that look like? That's the question we're going to answer for the rest of our time together. And to help us, Thelma, you're going to come and you're going to read to us Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 to 17. And again, the words are going to be on the screen. There they are. And as Thelma reads... There are six things, can you put your fingers up? Six things that I want you to try and find. Six items that Paul describes to help us think about what does it look like to love and live for Jesus. See if you can find all six as Thelma reads. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Thank you, Thelma. Did you spot six things? Were you counting on your fingers? I wonder if you caught them all. Can maybe someone shout out one or two? What items did we see that Paul describes to help us understand what it looks like? to? And remember, there are things like the game we played. Remember the game we played? Who, who, who? Does anyone want to shout out some of the things we see, Olivia? A helmet, right? We saw a helmet, didn't we? Any other things? Shoes, sword, shield, Angus, good man. A belt. A bow. Well, there are bow in there. But it's not our bow, but it's another bow. Very good. Let me show you those items. Did we see them all? A belt of truth, a breastplate of righteousness, shoes of the gospel, a shield of faith, a helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. And when the Christians that Paul was writing to saw all these descriptions of items, they would have probably thought of something like this, right? A Roman soldier. With all his armor, with all his weaponry. Well, we don't have a Roman soldier here today. But we have the next best thing. Right? We have Callum. Yes. Callum, up you come. And we've got my hockey kit. Yes. And we're going to be dressing Callum up in the armor of God. But before we dress Callum up, I also need 20 volunteers. Right? And it's a really special thing because each of these volunteers is going to get a Nerf gun and some bullets, right? So if you would like to grab a Nerf gun, come down or come to the front. We'll start with the children. Take a Nerf gun and take two bullets. Callum, you help with the, you get the, uh, take two bullets. 
Now there'll be plenty more Nerf gun. Two bullets. Two bullets. Take two bullets. And go back to your seats. Go back to your seats with your Nerf guns and bullets. Two bullets. Very good. How many guns are left? Marley. There's still plenty left. Two bullets. <laughs> they all need to be taken, so please come down. Grab your day. Simon Howard, you want a Nerf gun? I know you do. Lisa, a Nerf gun shooting from the balcony. Alistair Crouch, your chance. Come on. Dave Savage, come down. Anna's down. Sam, come on, get your gun. Two bullets. Oh, Trevor, beat you, Pete. Trevor, beat you. <laughs> Two bullets. Very good. Now take your seat with your bullets, and all will become clear later, okay? No firing until I say so. Okay, that's the rule. No firing until I say so. Okay, so, Cal, we have got the armor of God, and the first thing that Paul mentions is what? What does it say in green? Can we shout it out? The belt of truth. Okay, so, Cal, what have we got in the bag? We've got, again, it's a hockey kit. But it's a, uh, yeah, it's, ooh, it's a bit smelly, but that's okay. Around the back. Okay. And see what he's doing? He's, he's got his buckle and he's got his belt and he's buckling it together. Okay. He's getting ready. He's protecting himself. Now, for a soldier, a Roman soldier, or for Cal, okay, wearing his armor, why is a belt important? Why is a belt important? Well, for a Roman soldier, the belt was the very first thing they put on. Right? It's the thing that held everything else together. They would have attached their upper armor to it. They would have attached their bottom armor to it. They would have attached their weapons to it. The belt was the first thing they put on and it held everything else together. So you see what Paul is saying here to us as Christians? What does it look like to love Jesus and live for Jesus? What does it look like to stand strong, not in you, but in God? It looks like putting on a belt. What's the belt that we put on? The belt of? Right. We put on truth. Truth is the thing for a Christian that holds everything else together. Now, when it comes to truth and the question of truth, there's lots of big questions, isn't there? But I don't think there's a bigger question in the spectrum of truth than the question, who am I? Right? If we can see the truth of who we are, that is something to hold everything else together. Am I just the things I have? Am I just the things that I do? Am I just what other people think of me? The Bible says no. Here is the truth to hold everything together. Who are you? You're a child of God, says the Bible. You are God's precious and love child. Stand on that. Put that on. That will help you stand right to the very end, says Paul. So there we have it. Our belt of truth. Who are you? You are God's child. Know that and let that hold everything else together. Now, Cal, come to the front. Five people with a Nerf gun. Stand up. Luca, one. Harrison, two. Three. Two more. Trevor, four. And Olivia, five. Right, you're going to load your Nerf gun. Put the bullet in. Pull it down at the bottom. Trevor, you've got to pull this down. Perfect. And after three, Callum, you're going to fire at Callum. And we're going to see if Callum stands. Right? He's going to be fired out. We're going to see if Callum stands. Are you ready? After three. One, two, three. (laughs) Are you still standing? Is he still standing? Just about. Right? Just about. Hey. Cheeky. Right. So there we have belt of truth. What about, you can sit down, fiery. Sit down, Zane. You'll get your chance in a minute. Don't worry. Okay. The second thing, we have the breastplate of... The breastplate of righteousness. righteousness. And again, why is a breastplate? Cal, you can get on. We've got a, oh yeah, what have we got here? Why is a breastplate or a a chest guard important? What would people say? Why would you wear this here? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do if you're wearing this? 
protect. And protect what? What are we trying to protect? Yeah, our chest. And if it was a soldier, a Roman soldier, particularly, all the vital organs around here, aren't they? You've got your lungs and you've got your... Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. You've got your heart, right? A chest plate, a breast plate is to protect the heart. And Paul says we need to do exactly the same. We need to protect our hearts as Christians. That's how we stand strong in God. Not, not our physical heart, not the heart that pumps the blood around the body, but the heart of who we are. The heart that controls what we think, what we love, what we do, what we want to do. Our emotions, our desires, the real us, our heart, the heart of who we are. Paul says, protect that. For a moment, just in a bit of quiet, can you think in your own head, how do I protect my heart? How do I protect my heart? Here's two questions to think about, just for a moment of quiet. What are the things that help you love Jesus? And second question, what are the things that hurt you loving Jesus? Can you think about those two questions a minute? What helps you to love Jesus? Or what hurts you loving Jesus? Have 30 seconds just to think about those questions. Maybe a few things came to your mind. What helps you to love Jesus? What hurts you loving Jesus? Paul says protect your heart. Put in place the things that help you. And get rid of the things that hurt. Protect your heart. And moms and dads, parents, grandparents, protect the hearts of your children. Help them love Jesus. Put things in place that will do that. And get rid of things that don't. We need five more people to stand up. Kyle's got his breastplate. He's got his leg guards. Who have we got? Five people who haven't fired before. Angus, Timo, Sam. We need two more. Zane. And Marley. Oh, and Sam, you're up. Okay. After three, we're going to fire and see if he stands. Callum up to the front. A clear shot. Three, two, one. Fire! Uh, not good shots. Oh, good shot, Sam. Very good. Remember, you've got two bullets. You should have only fired one because you might need the second one later. Oh, you fired both bullets. Unlucky. Right. Is he still standing? He's still standing. He's still standing. Number three, shoes. Callum, what have you got on your shoes? It says, put on the shoes ready that comes from the gospel of peace. Callum, as a hockey player, why would you put on good shoes? You tell me, Callum. All right, so these shoes, they've got special grip to stop me from falling over. Yeah. Um, they've got extra protection uh, to stop me getting hit by the ball. Uh, and they're even a little bit waterproof to stop my feet getting Right, hit right. So you put on shoes to be ready, right? Ready for action. And that's what it says in the verse, doesn't it? To be ready for action. The same is true for us as Christians. Paul says standing strong in God means being ready. Ready with the shoes of the gospel. You see, these aren't just any shoes Kyle's putting on. These are the shoes of the gospel. And the gospel means good news. Right? The shoes of the good news of Jesus. You see, Christians, wherever they go, they are wearing shoes, shoes of the gospel, because they have experienced God's love for themselves. And so wherever they go, they take God's love with them. Cal, if you go that way, do the shoes go with you? Of course they do. Cal, if you come this way, do the shoes go with you? Of course they do. The shoes of the gospel go with a Christian wherever they go. Are you as a Christian ready to show God's love to others and to say God's love to others? As we go with his gospel, can we show it and can we say it? If you're six years old, is anyone six years old? Six, five, six, seven? Right. How could you show or say God's love? Could you be kind to a friend in school who no one else is kind to? Isn't that showing God's love? Is anyone 16, 16, 17? How could you? Could you say to a friend who's really stressed out about exams, 
I'll pray for you. I'll pray that God will give you peace. Isn't that showing and saying love? Anyone 36? Around that age, in your 30s? How could you show or say God's love? Could you, with a friend, maybe a friend you know, a friend you work with, could you tell them what you learned today in church and ask them a question about what do they think about this thing called Christianity? Have they ever been to church before? Have they ever heard of Jesus? Could you ask them a question and see what they say? Is anyone 66? (laughs) 66 or around that age. Could you show or say God's love this week? Is there a friend you know who's struggling? Do you remember that word we had at the beginning? Struggle. Whatever it is in life that's going through in their life, it's just a struggle. Could you write them a letter? Could you give them a phone call? Could you show and say God's love to them this week? We can all do it, can't we? Because we have God's gospel shoes on. And we're called to show God's love and say God's love to all we come across. Five more people to fire at Cal. Reuben, who else hasn't fired? Muri, who else hasn't fired? Holly, we need two more. Who hasn't fired? Tash and Jeff, right? Stand up. After three, are we ready to fire? Three, two, oh, one, fire! Oh, you're not very good shots. You're not very good shots. Is he still standing? He is, because he's got the armor of God. Woo! Very good. Right, we're on to number four. The shield of faith. Callum, what have we got in here? Uh, I reckon, ooh, I reckon this lad here. Right, yeah, now we're talking. A shield of faith. Now, we've had some darts firing already at Cal. You would have been handy to have this already. Why would it be handy to have a shield for Cal? Because what does a shield do? What does a shield do, Holly? Right, it protects. It protects against things that might attack us. And Paul says in his verse here in verse 16, there are things that will attack us. We've already heard this before, haven't we? The devil wants to attack us. He wants to stop the Christian loving Jesus and living for Jesus. And he'll do anything to do that. He'll tell us lies. He'll make us fear. He'll make us doubt. But we have a a shield. A shield to protect us. And what is the shield of? The shield of faith. The way that we protect ourselves against the devil and his lies is by having faith. Trusting in the promises of God. So when the devil says, Cal, you're a Christian, but you're alone. You're alone. We put up our shield and say, no. Can we say no? One, two, three. No. We defend with faith and we say, God is with me. That's the true promise. When the devil says, Cal, you won't make it as a Christian. You'll never get to the end. We put our shield up and say, no. we get our shield up and say, no. no. I defend with faith and I say, God will keep me. When the devil says, Cal, no one loves you. No one cares for you. We put our shield up and say, no. no. We defend with faith and we say, God is for me. We defend against the devil with faith. We trust in the promises of God. We're doing so well. We're getting there. Five more people. Sam, your chance to fire. Any other people haven't fired yet? Do you want to stand up? Jen, yes. Three more. uh, Yeah, the two boys. Okay, that'll do. Four fires this time. Okay, again, just take you one shot. Count into three. One, two, three. Fire! Oh, good, Cal. Just say no. Good. Very, very good. Okay, number five. The helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. And again, a helmet is so important. We've protected our heart, but we also need to protect our face. Our face, yeah. It's, it's good looks. No. The thing in here, what's in here? His brain or his mind, right? What he thinks about. It's so important to protect our minds as a Christian too isn't it? To fill our minds with, what's the key word? The helmet of? The helmet of salvation. To fill our minds with what God has done for us. The fact that he has saved us and rescued us. To fill our minds with that every single 
day. Now, here's a thing for you, Cal, and for everyone to think about. How could you remember how, what God has done for you? I've got a really simple way for you, using your hands, to remember what God has done for you. Okay, can we get our hands like this? Okay, two thumbs up. Okay, and see if you can remember this this week to remember God's salvation. Okay, here's me and here's God. We were made to be friends with God, right? Our thumbs are together. We were made to be friends with God, to love him and live for him. But what have I done? I've said no to God's love and I go my own way. Can we do that? I've said no to God's love, thumbs down, and I go my own way. So are me and God friends anymore? No, separation. But God still loves me so much that he sent Jesus into the world. He sent Jesus into the world to love me and to die for me. And he goes into the grave and he comes back to life to offer me new life in him forever. Isn't that a good way to remember what you've done and what God's done for us? So we start here. We are made to be friends with God. I've said no to God and I go my own way. But God loved me so much that he sent Jesus to die for me. But he came back to life to offer me new life forever with God. Is that something you could do this week to fill your mind with God's salvation? To remember that you're loved? To remember that Jesus rescued you? Cal, you remember that? Now... I think a lot of you have been pretty bad shots, right? So I reckon it's my turn. Right, well, Cal, stand, Cal. The bullets are going to stop. Is he still standing? He's still standing. He's still standing. And we've got one more thing. Oh, one more thing. The sword of... The sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit. Did you notice the hockey stick car? Yes. The sword of the spirit. But you notice before we get to the sword, all the things that Carl are wearing is for defense, right? He's got his helmet, protect him, shield, shield, shield. He doesn't have anything to fight with. The sword of the spirit. Right? God gives us a weapon. Every good soldier needs a weapon. And God gives us a sword. And what does the verse say the sword is? The sword of the spirit, which is the? What's the word of God? It is the? And hold it up. It is the? The Bible. Right? The word of God, the Bible. You see, the Bible is where we hear from God. Is where we listen to what God says. Where we learn about him. And as we read it and obey it, God uses his word by his spirit to change us. Now, let me think about that for a moment, because you see this description that Carl's wearing with the helmet, with the breastplate, with the shield, with the leg guards, with the sword. You see, it's not really a picture of me and you, because you see the belt of truth. Me and you don't really live lives full of truth, do we? Breastplate of righteousness. We don't love God with all our hearts. Shoes. We don't, we're often not ready to, to show or love God the way we should. Shield. I know I don't trust God's promises all the time. Helmet. Do I fill my mind with God's rescue plan? No. Sword. Do I fight against evil and against what is right? No. But who is this a picture of? Who is the one that has done all those things, that lives a life of truth and trust and loves God, who shows and lived a life of salvation? Who is this a picture of, really? It's a picture of who? It's a picture of God. It's a picture of Jesus, isn't it? Jesus is the one who did all of these things perfectly. And God says, when we get the Bible open... When we read about Jesus, God uses his words to make us more like him, to make us more like Jesus. And as you and I become more like Jesus, that is how we stand against the struggle. That is how we stand strong in God, not ourselves, by opening the Bible and being changed to become more like Jesus. So get your Bible open. That's the challenge, isn't it? Get your Bible open, whether it's by yourself or as a family or with a friend. 
Open the Bible and see what it has to say to help you stand for God. Kyle, you've got all your equipment on. All 20 people, stand up. Get your bullet ready. You can come a little closer. No, don't get that closer, right? We're going to take one final shot at Callum. Let's see if he stands. Are we ready? Not too close, Lucas. Stand back a little bit. After three, give us a countdown. One, two, three, fire! Very good. Callum, are you still standing? I'm still standing. He is still standing. Give Callum a round of applause. Very good. Very good. He is still standing. He is still standing. Why? Because he's put on the armor of God. What does it look like to live for Jesus? To love him? It looks like putting on God's armor. The gifts that he gives us. And to live and love him. I'm going to put up on the screen just a few questions. Okay? Maybe you can turn to the people around you to talk about them. Maybe you could just think by yourself if that's something you'd rather do. Here's the questions. What is the one thing from this morning that you remember most? What's one thing that you maybe didn't understand? What's one thing you learnt about God? One thing you learnt about you? Or one thing that will make a difference this week? You don't have to choose all those questions. Maybe pick one or pick two. And talk about them together as a family, as a couple, as an individual. Maybe just think about them. I'm going to give you a few minutes to talk about what you've just heard. Off you go. Again, don't go through them all. You don't have time. Maybe just pick one that's the most helpful to you. Off you go. As you carry on those conversations, again, let me just draw your eyes to the screen. Again, these are the words that Paul finishes his letter to the Ephesians with. He says this. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. What's the word that Paul says again and again and again and again? The word pray, right? And that's what we're going to do to finish our time together before we sing. To pray, not just for ourselves, but Paul says to pray for one another. As you try to struggle to live as a Christian. As you don't do it in your own strength, but do it in the strength of God. As you love him and live for him. Put on the armor of God, yes, but also pray for one another. What I'd like you to do, again, just for a few minutes, under some seats around you, there'll be some poster notes and pens. Maybe have a look around and find them. They'll be up at the top as well. Maybe you could write down, what is one thing that you'd love someone else to pray for you? Okay, maybe it's something you've heard today. Maybe it's something that's going on in life that's a real struggle. Could you write it down? And then what would be a good thing to do is maybe turn to the people around you. Maybe it might be your family. Maybe it might be someone you don't know who's sat around you. And share that thing with them so that they can pray it for you. That's a beautiful thing to do, isn't it? To pray for one another. So write down something. What would you want someone to pray for you? So spend a few minutes writing that down. And then share it with someone so that they can pray it for you. Okay? And if that means you need to shuffle around and move around to talk to someone or be near someone, please feel free to do that. If you're at home and watching, please take this time to pray for one another or pray for someone that you know who needs your prayers today. So off you go, write down your prayer and then let's share and pray for each other. And then we're going to sing and then we're done. Okay, so use this opportunity to pray together. Off you go. So again, once you've written down your prayer, please do take this chance to share it with other people so that they can pray into your life. And again, if sharing isn't something you feel comfortable doing or want to do, that's no problem. Don't feel pressure to share if that's not helpful. But do take the time to pray for yourself or for other people, maybe not here, that need your prayers. Okay? So let's take some time praying. If it's out loud or if it's quiet in our hearts, let's pray for one another. Let's go. 
Let me just say a prayer for us all as we prepare our hearts to sing. So carry on praying if that's helpful, but just listen in to the prayer that I'll pray to. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for what you've heard from your word today. Lord, we pray, Lord, that we would be strong. To be strong, to stand against the struggle of living as a Christian. To stand in the way we love you and live for you. Lord, we pray that we would stand strong, not in ourselves, but stand strong in God. Thank you so much for all the good things you give us to help us stand. Lord, you give us the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel, a shield of faith, helmet of salvation, the sword of your spirit, your word. Lord, help us put them on every day. Lord, help us now as we sing to listen and sing the words that lie within these songs to dig deep down into our hearts the truths that we've heard this morning. So we pray these things and ask them in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You don't have to be strong in you. There is an offer of strength in another. Will you come to him? Will you find your strength in him? Let me read what it says in verse 10 of Ephesians 6. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Father God, we thank you for all you've done this morning. And the answer to our prayer at the beginning of our service that you helped us listen. Lord, we learned about you. But Lord, we want to love you with all our hearts and live for you as number one. Please keep answering those prayers for us all this morning. And we pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, I do want to say that the prayers that you began with the people around you, please don't feel as if you need to rush into the back hall for teas and coffees and cookies that are available. But do finish off those times of speaking and sharing and praying, if that's something. There'll be This room will be left as a, as a quiet and reflective space if that's something you want to choose to do. Um, and can I also say we talked during the service of the sword of the spirit, the word of God being opened for us all this week. Uh, off the back of today's service this morning, I've created three devotions for us all to use throughout the week. Could you take them away? There are hard copies available in the concourse, but also at 12 o'clock this afternoon, an email will drop into every single one of your inboxes with an online version of it. Three devotions that pick up on three parts of the sermon this morning. Something to think about, questions to talk about, something to pray about, maybe some optional extras of singing or learning a verse. They're for families and children, but they're also for teens. There's questions for you and for adults. They're for everyone and for anyone. So please use those. Take them with you if you want a hard copy or use them three times this week. Could you come back to what we've learned today to refresh and remind yourself of God's truth? Thank you so much for being with us. Pray, enjoy fellowship, and we'll see you soon. God bless.